Welcome to the Greenway Outdoors podcast. The Greenway Outdoors is also an internationally syndicated TV show on Pursuit Channel and Wild TV. You are now tuned into our weekly podcast hosted by executive producer Kyle Green, production coordinator Jeff Hutchinson, director AJ Beadle, and creative producer Ryan Parks. We live in a world where our natural resources are almost solely protected by funds raised by hunters and fishermen, with over 60% of those funds coming from white males over the age of 55. The Greenway Outdoors team has set out on a mission to create content that would inspire millennials, Generation Z, and new sportsmen and women to get out, hunt, fish, and contribute towards conservation and the betterment of our planet. Welcome to the Greenway Outdoors. Hello and welcome to episode 24 of the Greenway Outdoors podcast. I'm Kyle. I'm Jeff. AJ. (laughs) Insufferable. Insufferable. Insufferable, (laughs) AJ. Hey, at least he didn't wear a hat. I was gonna. I couldn't find it, though. Make sure you guys jump into the fourth topic right now. That'd be great. No, I'm just kidding. (laughs) (laughs) I'm on the 10th topic. (laughs) (laughs) I like how every episode starts off with me saying the episode number... And then I say, I'm Kyle. And then as Jeff's saying, Jeff, you always hear AJ go, wow, 24, whatever number it is. <laughs> <laughs> like when it was 10, he's like, the big one O. Big one O. <laughs> and then Ryan just doesn't say his name. Oh, I'm Ryan. Nice to meet you, Brian. <laughs> Glad we got that out of the way. Now we can finally get started. Nice to meet you. The episode of the Greenway Outdoors on Pursuit Channel for this week is the kids fishing episode. And we're targeting pike through the ice while ice fishing. And we've got a sizzle reel for you for a little preview for that that we're going to go ahead and roll right now. You know, I wasn't going to use that song for the sizzle reel, but AJ demanded it. He's I like, like that one. I did. Did you actually like <laughs> he, that? Yeah. He would. <laughs> I think it fits well with the the kids being there. It's, I was yeah. like, much rela- it's relaxed. When I was searching like our database of music that we're allowed to use legally, I'm going through it and I was like, kids being cute, kids having fun, kind of like doing searches like that. <laughs> and I, that song did fit. Show tunes. Yeah. We had my six-year-old niece Lily. And her sidekick, Vivian, um, two six-year-old girls out fishing for the first time on hard water. What? Vivian is seven. Thank you very much. Vivian's seven? Yeah. Is she older than I thought she was one year older than me. She's one year younger. She barely just turned six. Oh, so maybe she's five. Then. <laughs> Not only Correction. that, I've got details. Good job, Jeff. Yeah. That was hard to watch. Lily's birthday. You the gun on that. Lily just turned seven. Oh, nice. that's what I'm thinking. Now. Yeah, okay. but d- d- when it was... Hey, you know what? When you get a kid's age wrong, they're like, whoa, 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 you're totally <laughs> forgetting the half, okay? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that is true. Like, it's t- important. It's like a fifth of their life is that half. <laughs> and then once you get like Strong. 25, then you try not to talk about it. <laughs> oh, another year, really? Okay, thanks for bringing it up. Because I know, I know Ryan's still really excited about his 20th birthday. He's like counting down yeah, the days. Oh, it's too. coming up. I forget what, how old I am sometimes. I'm like... We all forget how old you are because... We're all older than you, and it just doesn't see. You, you just blend in. You're ten, 10 years older than me. That's so weird. Yeah. yeah. Half the time, That's you're a the big gap. You're the voice of reason half the time, which is <laughs> terrifying. <laughs> what does that say about us? Except the other day when you decided that if we ever got killed, it'd be because of me. No, no, no. That's, That's not what I said. No. What I said was, no, Jeffrey brought it up. He said, if anyone on the show was to be killed, 
because it was thought out like by somebody. murder because we hunt or whatever, it's going to be Kyle because he's the loudest. Okay. If it's spur of the moment and we're traveling and someone's going to murder us, it's you because you yell at people <laughs> who you should not yell oh, at I see. for no reason. <laughs> hey, big guy who could probably punch my head off. Why don't you just walk right behind our truck? That's cool. Go right ahead. <laughs> There was a there's dog like, you're walking with. That's his wife. We're, <laughs> we're, in my, we're in Miami because Jeffrey did the thing where he tells a story that no one understands. Um, we're in, we're in, <laughs> the four of us get it. Yeah, who cares about other people like the listeners, the people that matter. But um, there was a guy that walked behind the car and uh, um, like stopped. We were backing up and he hurried up and walked behind us like in a really weird way for no reason. One of those really big guys with like a pink tank top on. Yep. He's like, like he's wearing pink and you don't say anything about it. <laughs> he's the biggest human I've ever seen. So Ryan rolls down the window and yells, yeah, go ahead and walk right by us. I go, what's, what are you doing? What are you out oh, here doing? We just upset. saw a fight between two homeless people in front of this Walmart yeah, we at did. 10 o'clock. Why now are you picking fights with people that could take oh, gold? I was at that Walmart. That's right. Yeah. yeah. I videoed it. Remember? Mm-hmm. Uh, I was yeah. the guy that you see. They were fighting the homeless people. Oh, yeah. They were fighting. Mm-hmm. I don't know what about. Turf, I assume. I, yeah. They're bringing back <laughs> to This is my begging spot. That's what they're saying. As we digress. Begging <laughs> spot. In such a weird way. Back to kids fishing. That started at kids' age. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I did. I did. So Lily and Vivian were out fishing with us, and they did really spectacular. They were awesome out on the ice, but the episode itself is probably the cutest jumble of, of emotion emotion that we've ever put into an episode. It yeah. was adorable and they did a good job and it's funny. It's one of the funnier ones. And I was talking to my family, different people about like ranking like out of the 10 episodes we aired this season because a lot of people watch it. You can see the show at Tuesday mornings as well. So they'd already seen that one. Mm-hmm. How would you rank them? And it's funny because some people rank this episode first even though from a production standpoint I'd be like you're nuts because mm-hmm. You got bear, you got python from an action aspect, you got the ice fishing one, which I think is the best. So it was a jumble. You're all over the place. You're not just sitting still. There's a, It's harder to get a storyline in just because there's so much happening in little kids and how do you... Their conversations alone are crazy. Editing it, it forced me, those conversations forced me to be jumpier than I would approve of typically. Yeah. It turned out good, though. When we, when we started filming, I was... I think me and AJ both were pretty worried about we were a little how it was going to go. We didn't know. But the final product came out really good. I, yeah. I really liked it. I liked it a lot. I liked. It. I thought it was pretty good. But um, hopefully you guys will enjoy it. So check it out on Pursuit Channel, Thursday night, 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time or 10 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. And no, that's not the same thing because everyone goes, well, isn't that the same thing? I go, no, 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 because it's three hours behind. It would be Pacific Standard Time. So actually, who that's ask, who doesn't like understand seven that? Yeah. people. Really? Yeah. And in yeah, emails, so here, that would be 1 a.m. Correct. Correct. So if you miss it, set your DVR for 1 a.m. if you're in Eastern Time Zone or just check it out at 7 p.m. like a normal person. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> so in Montana, a teenager fights a charging grizzly bear, but somehow manages to walk away. So here's essentially the story. The guy's walking down a path, minding his own business, mm-hmm. and grizzly bear... <laughs> He heard something behind him, and then next thing he knew, he was slammed up against a tree. And then, and that's some video footage there of that's, grizzly that, bear. That's a piece of his body he's biting right now. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's weird that he looks like a fish, but that's just his that's normal just, skin tone. Yeah. He had fish leg. <laughs> what? What? So anyhow, yeah, the, I mean, you just look at the power of those grizzly bears, though. It's ridiculous. But anyhow, the interesting thing about it was this. 
Essentially, I know I got to do it every time. Essentially, this grizzly bear hits the kid up against a tree, and the next thing he knows, he's face planted, and the bear's got him pinned face first in the ground, like a good old fashioned um, whitewash, except yeah, it's I, a mud wash and it's a bear. Yeah. <laughs> Where are you going with this? <laughs> and somehow he was able to reach back on his back into his backpack. Pull out bear spray. I would assume it had to have been clipped. No, nope. or in the cup holder. That's what it said. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Pulled out the bear spray, sprayed the bear in the face. It messed the bear up enough that the bear left and fled. Now, I I hear this story, and I hear a lot of stories like that. And when I hear that one, kid had no injuries, from what I could in any of the articles I looked up. He didn't have any injuries, nothing. He's just he's good. I heard I heard scrapes and bruises, but minimal. I you assume at which least, is, which is nuts. Even that. Well, that you could fall. So here's my thing. This is all over the news and it's public, and no one has said this, but I don't think it's true. Nice. <laughs> yeah, I just like when you think about think about that. You got that, and that's why I showed the footage that those giant grizzly bears. Okay, they are monsters. You ever seen like the way they walk, the muscle tone, the the? They're just Swagger. huge. But yeah, yeah they do have they do have a swagger about them. They do. And if it was a teen, you would assume that he would have like. After it happened, he would have jumped on his phone and either been like, I was just attacked by a bear or like snapped yeah, it or something. Yeah, yeah. He, he that may have one guy that got mauled, he was. Well, he, he was like missing an eye and stuff. But he still <laughs> did the same thing. So, like, you would assume that the teenager would have done that. And the bear slammed him up against a tree and then slammed him down on the ground, face down. And your then face is going to be messed up. Something is going to be that's messed up. Not, I mean, that's not is... what got me. What got me was while a bear was on top of him, mm-hmm. holding him face down, pinned. He was able to reach his arm back. You ever wrestle with a dog? Because they're very similar. Like, their mannerisms remind me of dogs. If a dog was on your back and you started reaching back with your hand, he's got your paws there and he sees your hand going back like this. That's that's something. First thing, you grab him. Mm-hmm. He, he would grab it. He would grab that hand. He would. If you were reaching back in your backpack well, to grab like, something out, I feel I, like you'd I mean, your range of motions, like, 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 yeah, it's like. Whatever. Yeah. He's on top of him. Yeah. Whatever it is or wherever it is, if he sees the arm, I mean, the arm is such a thing to grab, right? Is bear spray a thing? Yes. Yeah, 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 bear spray. Yeah, it's, it's a very, very common. strong mace. It's like pepper spray. Yeah. One of the comments on the article that made me laugh was someone said, whoever comes up with a quick draw bear spray, um, a quick draw bear spray, will, they'll be super, they'll make a ton of money because all the bear sprays, like, they're tucked away or this or that, but if you had it, like, you know, like Clint Eastwood. That's how we, when we were out in Idaho, we had some, and that's how, like it came with like a, a holster, mm-hmm. like that you just put on your belt. So it was like okay, that. then somebody's rich already, Ryan. Someone, someone is rich. But that comment made me laugh because it's it's like yeah, when you see the necessity of things. So anyhow, I I I hate to call someone out and be like, oh, there definitely didn't happen because we don't know that that's the case. I'm just saying that it's it's a proven fact that people don't remember. Memories, they remember remembering it. Yeah. Anytime you recall something, that's what you're remembering. It's your last memory of it. Right. So it gets altered. Right. And that happens. So that was my thoughts on it. I just, uh, I I don't know. I don't want to say that he's a liar. I don't say, it's like, I don't think that's the correct story on how things shook out. I like it. Yeah. Yeah. I like the. My, like, not trusting. Yeah. Yeah. I thought that was a little weird. Don't buy everything you hear. Lesson learned. And not to mention, like. If you've ever seen a grizzly bear, I think that would lend to why you would think that's the case. Could have yeah. been a small one. I don't know what it was, but they, I mean, they, they don't they weigh like a thousand pounds. I mean, how big was how how heavy the one that? That's ranges. a smaller one, isn't it? To be honest with you, the the two hundred fifty plus pound black bear that I shot 
would have destroyed us. <laughs> well, think, think about like a, however, a house cat. If one of those wanted to fight you, it'd still mess you up. That's yeah. True. Look at the guy that fought the mountain lion. Yeah. That was, what, a 55, 60-pound mountain lion or something like that? Mm-hmm. The, the one guy? The one who choked it out or something the one like that? that. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. And he, he looked like he went through... He went through some stuff. Yeah. So he, this guy or this kid came out and like said it happened and made a big deal out about it. And news was obviously making articles about it. And stuff yeah. Like and then that, like the, the, they, there was no proof of it. So the the DNR people were like, "Well, it mm. sounds like no, no, no. They were no. That's what I mean. I think I'm the only skeptic. I was reading it. It's like no one's gonna, no one's gonna, no one thinks this. Yep. They uh, uh, they're like, well, it sounds like it was a male based on the behavior and this and that. And you know, like the other thing is these are all news articles. So the news isn't. Going out there to try and debunk a story, they're trying to. They don't care about the truth. That's they're true. just hyping it up as yeah. much as they can. Yeah, can you imagine like Rup Raj going out there and be like, "Wait a minute, you. I don't know. <laughs> I'm not buying what you're selling. No, they just want it on camera. You know what I mean?" So, speaking of the DNR and other news stories, a couple of weeks ago we covered the story on that Lynx that was uh, uh, recovered in Sanilac County, mm-hmm. uh, which is up in the Thumb, and uh, uh, basically it was eating. A bunch of uh, uh, domestic geese and ducks from a farmer, and he was complaining about it. He brought out a trapper. Trappers trapped it. Turns out it was a lynx, and they're like, why is this here? What is this? It was the first one found in the Lower Peninsula in forever, yeah. uh, 100 years or something like that. And they weren't sure if it was a pet. They weren't sure what it was. They ended up sending it to um, a couple different places, but it ended up at the zoo, and they were doing tests on it. Well, here's the story. Uh, it turns out it was a wildcat. It was less than a year old. It was a female, um, and basically um, they nursed it back to health, uh, to full health, but it gained about a pound. They fed it like rabbits and stuff like that and gave it, like just took care of it and raised it, Mm -hmm. got its strength back up and everything like that. And then they took it up to the uh, UP, where it's uh, more of its natural habitat where it should be because that's the type of habitat that they're in. So they took them up to the UP, where it's a lot colder. And there's mm-hmm. yeah, more prey and different things. Yeah. And uh, they released it. So we actually have a video of them releasing it, which is kind of cool. because it's cool. It's actually just a big cat. So we'll go ahead and roll that. So this is the guy from the DNR right there. And he's, like, sitting there. He's kind of cute. Ran it for the road, guys? He's about, by the way, he was uh, f- even less than a year old. He was uh, four foot long and, and about 18 pounds. Oh, four feet long? Four feet long, wow. about 18 pounds. So at first it was just reluctant. It's like, well, these people feed me. They're all nice. Well, I mean, this cat's been on the ride of a lifetime the past yeah. two months, three months, or however long it's been. Look, at, he's slowly exploring. You sure? He just turns on those guys and just. To- <laughs> <laughs> you got okay, Brad. You sure you want me to leave? Brad. Brad. He <laughs> gone. That's cool. Wow. Yeah, it is kind of neat. I, I like. That's pretty cool. I like seeing that and seeing him get away. So that was a good job by the DNR and how they handled the whole situation and. There's another lynx out there. I'm, I'm gotta, better in the wild than zoo. Affect that cat, I got two questions similar to that. Question one is how it affects the cat with like, is it not scared of humans now? Yeah. Like now at it all. sees us as because a source of food. It wasn't scared of humans before mm-hmm. because the whole reason why they thought something was wrong with it was because he's eating domestic ducks and geese and the guy would walk right up to it and it was like, stop. <laughs> like <laughs> it didn't care. So that, just ate that. There must be something wrong with the deer in my backyard then. Cause <laughs> they do the same thing? I have everything but pet him. <laughs> <laughs> um, Everything? Everything? No, I'm just kidding. Jeff, <laughs> keep it to yourself. Yeah. Wow. We go such a dark road. It's <laughs> like, wow, this is a great show. It's real wholesome and real nice. Oh, oh my wow. gosh. <laughs> so, the, yeah, they ended up releasing them. 
and the um, the cat went out. Number two, besides the fact of how it'll affect the cat, um, what's its chance of survival? And also, the fact that they found a female that they determined was wild, that was there, it was less than a year old. Something made that female that was less than a year old, mm-hmm. less than... Well, more yeah. than a year ago, depending yeah, yeah. on... I don't know what their incubation right. process is. We'll make the nine-month joke, but you get what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah. So, with that being said, is there more in Santa Lac County? What was the story? Yeah. You know yeah. what I mean? Where did it, where did it come the, from? The thing that I don't get is they transported it 400 miles north. Well, to the UP, because that's, that's, that's where it will have the best chance of survival, because that's its best habitat. Yeah, okay. What do you, what do you What's confused your theory? about it? Do you think they should? I just, that seems like a, a long distance to move something that. He did get car sick, they said. Jeff's right. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Maybe it, it wasn't a thing. They brought it to a healthier place for that animal. Like, yeah. I don't, I, I, I'm glad they did that and didn't take it to the zoo, do it, the test, and keep it there and yeah, put it on yeah, display. Well, we true. thought the first thing, as soon as I told you that went yeah. to the zoo, you panicked. Yeah, and I, 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 I did like too. That. Yeah. What? <laughs> but, uh, and now if it was sick and couldn't survive on its own, then great. Yes. That's a zoo animal. Perfect. Yeah. Give it a good life, but uh, it's a wild animal. Right. But uh, um, who made it? You know what I mean? And Probably Lynx. Lynx. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone's the cameras weren't on AJ, so they're gonna think it was AJ who said it, and they're gonna hate AJ for the. Like, he made another oh, yeah. stupid joke. joke. Yeah, yeah. Know it all. But uh, um, yeah, are the, does that mean there's more lynx in Santa Lake County? And the yeah. cool thing is, we're gonna be up turkey hunting in that area. Maybe we'll see it in 17 days, and. Who knows? Maybe we'll see one. You counting down there? <laughs> My sister is because um, of the concert. Oh, gotcha. So I know that's 16 days, mm-hmm. and that's that. We're actually on May 10th. We're going to be walleye fishing with country music superstar Granger Smith. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Or Earl Dibbles Jr. I don't know who's going to show up. Yeah, sure. We don't know what one, one of the other uh, I character. Was, I was going to say that you you never see the two of them together, but you do. That's so not I thought true. Maybe you do. they were the same person, but as it turns out, now he's coming out with videos where they're together and talking. So I don't know if they're just opposite twins <laughs> or. <laughs> For those of you don't, who don't know what we're talking about, Granger Smith has an alter ego called Earl Dibbles Jr., mm-hmm. and uh, he's a big country singer. He sings, uh, his biggest hit was Backroad Song. That was the one that went number one, and mm-hmm. well, I don't know all the terms, but like triple platinum or whatever those things are. But uh, um, I really don't know anything don't about know. that. It's album sales. The only one who does <laughs> is AJ, and he doesn't care. So, <laughs> but uh, He's like, I'm not answering. I'm not helping with this. We're fishing on May 10th with him, and then we're going to the concert at night. And then the next morning... We'll be three and a half hours from that location hunting turkeys at like 6 a.m. So oh. I don't know if AJ did the math on that yet, but he going to be cranky. <laughs> <laughs> and then uh, we'll be up with Ray for Hot Shot Outfitters, hopefully knocking down some turkeys. So I'm pretty excited about that as well. But that's a pretty cool story about the lynx, and it's neat how they uh, how they let them go. Mm-hmm. Um, we did a speaking of hunting and fishing with celebrities. Steve Rinella, the host of Meat Eater, um, we did a video, and it was like in January. Mm-hmm. And the video was essentially about the fact that um, he was being attacked because he took money. And this is a clip of the video. And as of earlier today, it looks like it's at a little over 43,000 views. Um, and most of those 43,000 views all came over a span of about a week, um, maybe a week and a half. Yeah. Oh, and, January 23rd. Yeah. And it was it was just sitting out there for months without any traction then yeah. all of a sudden some people started commenting on it and it went berserk and i don't even know what the comments are right now 100 103 but on the way here i saw a couple i had a couple dings on my phone so i know it's gone up since then mm-hmm. too but essentially the story was steve Rinella 
is a great guy, and he's very pro-Second Amendment, never said anything against the Second Amendment. However, he did partner with a guy named Peter Chernin, uh, who put a bunch of money into Meat Eater to help the brand and help it grow. And Peter Chernin also happens to um, be a big uh, Democrat supporter of people that fight against the Second Amendment and things like that. So the idea was that people were worried that Steve was taking money from an anti-Second Amendment guy. Therefore, the content was going to start reflecting those beliefs. And then yeah, this would be so political. Hold on. Then the show will just become not good. <laughs> no, that's not what I'm saying. I just want to get it all out because watching that video back, yeah. we didn't. So then I lost my train of thought. But then <laughs> because of that, essentially... Go ahead, Jeff. <laughs> I can't. He so they're worried that him taking money from that's going to affect the show and start negatively impacting his views on you know maybe he starts doing not necessarily anti-gun but well yeah the idea is if he takes money from the guy and partners with Peter Chernin then what does that mean for the content and that doesn't mean anything good whatsoever so that's not true though Steve regained production control he partnered with this guy because he's a big time producer and uh, um, you know uh, he invests a lot of money in a lot of different shows including Fox he invests into Fox so just because someone invests into something doesn't mean that manipulates the entire content and the the litany of misspelled hate mail that we, <laughs> oh. we that we received because of it was misspelled. super I know we, the, the funny thing is all the people that said dumb stuff misspelled stuff that was my favorite um, but essentially people were attacking us saying that you know um, you know he, you know, you don't partner with those people. Those people are trying to t mess up the Second Amendment. You can't do that. They're going to take your rights. You're all idiots. Um, they really ran off on bragging about what guns they use for hunting, which was yeah. cool. I didn't have really? any problem with. Yeah, I don't know. I don't <laughs> yeah, know why that was a thing. It was crazy how much the like it strayed from what we were talking about in the actual video. Right. Like it, it went. Wait, like what? Mm -hmm. I don't even know what you're talking about. Some people are just waiting for that one thing that's even mildly related to just go off. They get yeah. a vent about something, and they're like, "This is kind of related." I'm it's gonna... it's weird. I don't know how. Like I I've never taken time out of my day to hate on somebody or yeah. something like that. Like it's not worth like nothing. What does Joe Rogan say? You know who doesn't <laughs> troll people on YouTube and YouTube comments? Michael Jordan. Tiger Woods, yeah. uh, like, the president. Well, actually, our president does <laughs> take that. Well, until then, but uh, um, that is actually pretty funny. That's not a shot at Trump. That's just funny That's that he would troll people. I don't think he does on YouTube though. Not YouTube. No, man. but uh, uh, anyhow, people were really upset about it, and they kind of bashed us a lot of it too. But also, we received about seventy percent praise of people yeah. saying, "Yeah, this is a bipartisan issue." Um, of you know public lands and protection of public lands, and as far as the Second Amendment goes, Steve regained all production control, and because Meat Eater received more money, and because Meat Eater can do more, well, guess what? More people are going to see the good that guns can do, especially when it comes to hunting. And I'm not saying the Second Amendment has anything to do with hunting, because it absolutely 100% totally does not. No. Nope. But showing hunting and fishing content is not going to hurt the Second Amendment, and that is a fact. So you can hunt with a knife. That was kind of my right. my thoughts on that one, Ryan. You were watching these numbers trickle up. What were your thoughts on the whole thing? I some of the comments that stuck out to you. I, I thought it was it was really funny in the beginning that some some guy had commented that he he agrees, but the problem is the problem is with the left that they won't listen to things like this. And another guy, oh, that was a good one. Yeah, he he said 
Um, Essentially, I said that um, we get attacked more from the right and not the left. And the guy's like, well, that's because nobody from the left listens to your podcast. And then another guy was like, I'm from the left, and I listen to their podcast, and I like them. Well, and then another guy commented on that same – he replied to that comment saying, it's okay. This only has 800 views. No no one watches (laughs) it Oh, that's right. Yeah, that was was the first one. And now, now Uh, as we're talking about now, it's probably around 45,000. Yeah. Which, I mean, that's not huge numbers, but it's a lot more than 800. Yeah, exactly. Well, it's funny. He commented right away on it. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, Give it a couple days. And then it started gaining traction, and then the comments gone. He uh, yeah, he it. deleted his comment yeah. once he saw really? it. Really? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I don't, it definitely not viral or anything, but it got a lot of traction. It did pretty good, and it raised awareness about our podcast in general. So it'll be yeah. interesting to see how that translates over. And good for us, defending Steve, because he didn't do nothing wrong. Listen, yeah. I, good luck finding an agent in LA that will get your show that is pro Second Amendment and pro hunting and fishing and pro public lands. Good luck finding an agent that uh, is a Republican in L.A. that can get you into the right meetings to get you in the right spot. That's true. You have to be able to talk to people in order to get content out there that pushes the beliefs that we all share. So there's no reason to turn your nose up at people or be unwilling to negotiate, unwilling to listen, unwilling to talk to, unwilling to work with people that don't share every single view you have. And based on your misspelling comments, <laughs> my guess is you read probably you probably need to read a book. You guys are so D U M. And uh, some of the, uh, after what you just said about being able to operate w- with other people who have differing opinions, some of those comments made me really worried. Like you must have a really tough life if that's how you live, where you can't talk to someone else who has a different opinion than you. It's they, insanity. They, 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 some people were flipping out that like. <laughs> I they couldn't I don't know wait. how they operate in this world. Because, I mean, all of us will gladly talk to someone with a different opinion and have a discussion oh, with yeah. them. But these other people are like, no, no, you can't even, don't even acknowledge yeah, It doesn't ruin our yeah. day, you know. It was actually kind of funny, a little guilty pleasure. Um, it was crawling up so fast, you know, four, 5,000, 6,000 views a day. I think it got up to 10,000. And then the in one day, one yeah. day wow. well, here's why. Because <laughs> I was like, I wonder if we can get it up more. So I started replying to, to oh, some yeah? of the stupidity. And that that they'd reply, and then it would just ramp up the nice. uh, the whole thing. And it got it going pretty good. Yeah. But it was really funny. I was like, like they'd be like, "Listen, you know, you're, I appreciate your uh, your uh, positivity or your 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 good outlook on your hopes. But these people want our guns at any t- you know this and that and oh, everything else. Man. I'm not even against believing that they're correct. Like I I I don't know what Chernin's you know, deepest, darkest secrets are of what he wants to do with the Second Amendment and this and that. But what I do know is, with Steve holding production control, that doesn't matter. This is not the grounds for that battle. No. That's not where the battle... The battle isn't being fought there. Not even... The battle is being fought over, you know, somewhere else yep. where he's putting his money in the, you know, Democrats and stuff like that. And by listening to Steve and figuring out how you feel about specific issues, you can enlighten yourself and make, you know, good choices. And Be educated. Right. Imagine that. Not everything so. so black and white. Right, except the Second Amendment, <laughs> which, which I—that's I, th- the thing—is I actually do think it's a black and white thing. We absolutely one hundred percent need the Second Amendment. I absolutely will stand for it one hundred percent. But that's not. This but issue. that's not even what's being talked about. I yeah. mean, to the fact that he invested money into uh, Mediator so that Mediator could be successful has nothing to do. If anything, that's a win for the Second Amendment, not a, not a loss. Yeah. But they yeah. turn on him, and for Steve to respond and come out with a public. Uh, you know, rebuttal. That's so out of character for him. So it was, it was necessary and it was good. So, yeah. good, 
Good job, I, Steve. I, I'm thankful for the people on here that are liking and commenting and subscribing to us, recognizing the fact that that this wasn't some sort of attack on the Second Amendment or whatever. <laughs> we whatever. are very pro-Second Amendment. <laughs> yes, we are very pro-Second Amendment. I don't know how it got twisted in some people's minds, but I'm glad the majority understood what we were trying to say. Yeah, especially considering Steve's biggest push is the, the public lands, which yeah. is a bipartisan issue and not worth I, I don't even understand. How are you going to argue against that? <laughs> yeah, like, even what? Trump just passed all that new legislations yeah. for yeah, um, for all that new hunting land that we just talked about last week. Yep. And it was... Did that vo- go through uncontested? No, there was like three no votes. Yeah. yeah. But, they, they hate land. Yeah. <laughs> Nature. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> the funny thing is like, well, Trump liked it, so they had to say no. Yeah, yeah. But even that became a bipartisan issue when you only got a few votes against yeah. it. So it passed at like 96%. Or, or they so. had like a big construction lobby behind them. So they had to. <laughs> yeah. That's probably yeah. what it was. Actually, that's could, probably even more likely. Um, and because of this, this kind of inspired the social media comment of the week. So social media, we did a stretch with it being a YouTube comment. For whatever reason in these comments, AJ, who we think is the coolest guy ever, is the one that often got attacked. So this comment comes from Anthony. It says, I, I did I did call them idiots, but I called them idiots because they're being stupid. Right. Yeah. So This was a great vid, but goodness, dude in the beanie. Just the, yeah, yeah, okay, sure, actually, I do know everything face in the first 10 seconds. <laughs> you, you had smirked at something that he had said. It wasn't even like a a politically charged no, thing. No. You were like, yeah, okay. You know, it was like, <laughs> he was doing... You, you said I'm literally sure. 10 seconds in the video, and you said one thing, and AJ's like, hmm, you know. And they're like, jerk! <laughs> <laughs> but um, he said, um, and the over-obvious joke statement, I hope they're not fishing with guns, ugh. Do better. That's if the best part. If you're Ryan gonna... said that. <laughs> yeah, I didn't say that. <laughs> that was Ryan's joke, but the camera wasn't on Ryan when he said it. So that guy was like, that's got to be Beanie Guy for sure. He's the idiot. Beanie's getting it. <laughs> Beanie's getting it. Beanie. I like the, if, if you're going to be the funny, witty guy, you got to be at least one of the two. Even the host seemed annoyed. I assume I'm the host. <laughs> I don't, yeah, I don't know. Uh, you can tell he's never watched the show before because and he doesn't know us and our sense of humor. Co-hosted, no. right? Yeah, but now I wish there was more jokes in that video instead of it being <laughs> as serious yeah. as it was. But that was my favorite social media comment of the week because we all think AJ's the coolest guy ever. I know, we all he like sets the tone for us trying to be cool. So when everyone just started, and this wasn't the only comment. No offense, AJ, but you got lambasted a few times. Oh yeah. What did the other people... For a guy that didn't speak, all he did was make a smirk, and that was enough for people to hate him. And then, one, he, and then he had to eat all of Ryan's dumb jokes. Uh, <laughs> one, one guy was just upset that you were wearing a beanie. Yep. Um, another guy thought you, thought that, you that were was, that was That was my ghost account, actually. That was me. Who's in the ghost account. account. Yeah. yeah. Just in a flannel shirt today. The guy's, like, looking for something. Just like, hat, stupid. <laughs> What an idiot that guy is. When we come back, a family. Actually, what were you going to say, Ryan? I was going to say, how do you feel about it, AJ? How are you taking the hate? Yeah, Uh, I'm I'm, I'm taking it with a grain of salt. He lost sleep. Because I hate on a lot of people, too. So I'll take it. (laughs) He lost so much sleep. I mean, you can tell. He's just so unhappy about it. He cares so much about what YouTube comments are. I, I don't. I don't know how you can be upset by it. Like, where's your TV show? Like you said, yeah, yeah. I don't care. I don't well, care what your opinion is. That's the thing, though. Especially you know, that. When it comes to YouTube, though, 
we're big on social media like Facebook and Instagram, kind of, but we've never really made that our main platform. We put everything we have into the production of the TV show. We're Nielsen rated. We're well over 100,000 people tune into our actual TV show week in and week out. And that's our goal, is to make that content as good as it can be. Everything else is stuff that we've really been developing over the last 25, 30 weeks. We've been really trying to stretch out into these other things. But when you look at our YouTube, it looks like we're just getting started at life. So these people are like, it's a whole different mindset of like, we're super naive, but they don't yeah. realize we've been making an international television show for the last four years, and the YouTube is kind of like something we're building up now through new radio media and everything else. But it's funny because that gives a perception of us. Like the guy, this is like this has 800 views. It's like, well, we have 100,000 every single week. And on top of that, this this video now has 40,000, so you probably yeah. comment a little yeah, you premature. Know what? You're right. This this one only has eight hundred. I'll go and comment on your video next that has seventeen views. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. you know? That same guy had like seventeen views. One subscriber. And and three like of his them were his mom. Yeah. 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 <laughs> when we come back, a family finds a pet alive in their attic that had been there since nineteen eighty two. What what? Stay tuned. <laughs> you're a hunter, and because you hunt, you're the world's greatest conservationist. You're a hunterbationist. You do more for wildlife and conservation than anyone. The Sportsman Alliance protects hunters from the animal rights movement. When the Sportsman Alliance gets involved in court cases or legislation, hunters win. Conservation wins. Become a Hunterbationist today and join the Sportsman Alliance like we did to help protect your rights against the animal rights movement. Shot Outfitters in Port Hope, Michigan is the destination for whitetail deer, crow, waterfowl, rabbit, predator, and turkey hunts. We have cabins, over 30,000 non-fenced acres, and a passion for delivering fair chase hunts to you and your family. Reserve your hunt at hotshotoutfitters.com today. your mind gets right when your hands are busy you can't point fingers and complain that life isn't fair when your hands are busy you're serving your family your friends and your community when your hands are busy you show everyone what you're capable of the all-new ram 1500 motor trends 2019 truck of the year Hello, and welcome back to episode 24 of the Greenway Outdoors podcast. Really? 24? <laughs> That's a total AJ move. God, I hate him with his beanie. <laughs> so, He's alive. <laughs> back in 1982, the Amelia family. Almeida. Nope. Mm-hmm. Nope. I listened to a video. Did you spell it wrong in this thing? Because <laughs> you said the M before the L, and clearly the L comes before the M. <laughs> I'll be honest, I didn't listen to a video. I just wanted to be right. <laughs> yeah, I, 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 I knew that nope, was No, I'm right this time, and I know it. So anyhow, this family, okay, they were doing remodeling on their house in 1982. 
and they happen to have a tortoise as a pet. What was the pet's name? I, I'm not going to do what it. What they say in the video? <laughs> I'm doing it. Because yeah. what country was this in? It was in some country. Brazil. Uh, Brazil. Okay, so that's why all the names are weird. So it's not my fault. It's not. It's just different, not weird. <laughs> it's just different. And there go all different our Brazil culture. listeners. Both different of them. culture. Both of them. <laughs> but they happen to be very beautiful women, and now we're now we're all men again. <laughs> They're related to the Almeidas. Yeah. Or what? What? Yeah, what? I said the two Brazilian people listen to us are related to the family, so they're going to be offended. Nice, AJ. It was sure a the funny YouTube, joke, but the then YouTube you made listeners him will love it. it. So now it's ruined. <laughs> the YouTube listeners are going to love that one. Yep. Anyhow, in 1982, they were remodeling their house, and they thought during the remodel, their tortoise probably slipped out the gate because you know they're crazy fast. <laughs> and, Manuela. Uh, <laughs> That's a young red-footed tortoise. Okay, well, anyway, oh, Kyle's telling the story right now, and he's like, <laughs> "I know he's just banter." Well, this is real life, though. This is exactly my life. He, can't, he tells most of the story. I say all the words he can't say, and then we're good. <laughs> That's true. We've been doing that he since we were five. Say it at an appropriate time. <laughs> yeah, like in the middle of the sentence. So anyhow, <laughs> he slips. So the tortoise. Tell us about the. <laughs> oh my gosh, <laughs> Ryan! I'm, I'm ready to stab him. Ryan, just as thank much as you, Ryan. <laughs> It's nice to have someone as passionate about everything as me and having Ryan ready to stab Jeffrey. So anyhow, they think the tortoise slips out the front gate because they can't find him. He out. Okay? So then 30 years later, the dad dies. So they're all going up to the attic to actually try and get everything, like, unpack. You know, it's all cluttered up there and stuff, and they got to clean out the house. And the one of the kids is taking out um, a box of old smashed-up records. He's taking them to the garbage. The neighbor's out there with him, and he's like, hey— are you going to uh, are you going to throw that tortoise away too? He's like, what are you talking about? And he looks in there, and lo and behold, I've always wanted to say that. Lo and behold, there's a tortoise in with the records mixed in with them. Okay, and it's the the what is it? Red red eared, red footed, red footed figures. <laughs> I thought a red eared sunfish, but red footed tortoise was inside with the records, alive and well. Just jamming. It was the pet. <laughs> it was the pet from 30 years ago, alive and well. Was it? No, listen, listen, listen. So the way they figured it out, yeah, it looked the same. So they, there was a lot of old furniture upstairs in the attic. And because of that, they had termites that were eating the furniture. And because of that, there was enough termites up there that he was able to survive for 30 years eating those termites. But the only thing is, it didn't say source of water. I'm just going to say, hoard droppings. The, didn't they say that the guy was a hoarder? Yeah. He had a lot yeah, yeah. of stuff. Yeah, and if he's a hoarder, then you never even know no, yeah. what, what where the Once droppings are. Mm-hmm. Right. He could true. have had a leak in his roof. And, yep. you know. You've been to my place. I'm not a hoarder, and I don't like people. No. I, I can't. I'm a clean freak. I cannot even Except imagine. Except one closet. <laughs> yeah. Don't you bring up that one closet. <laughs> <laughs> Just put everything in there. That was, that's what you got to have that closet in order for the rest of the place to be clean. It's true. <laughs> but uh, um, Ryan's like, you're going down for the closet now, Jeffrey. How dare you do that to Kyle? <laughs> <laughs> what was that about the closet thing? Really? You got to bring that up in front of everybody? <laughs> in front of everyone? <laughs> um, in front of AJ, you brought it up. <laughs> like AJ. Anyhow. So they think he survives off termites. I would guess that there's probably a leak in the attic or something to, to lead to to that happening. Yeah. Or the story's not true. No, I think this one's true. That's a it's a pretty remarkable I mean, one. So it so came off a tree hugger was, site, so it's funny for me to to, to use yeah, their I story. Say it was just the dad that was living there. Tree hugger site. So is it is it not plausible to say that he liked turtles? So maybe at one point he went and got another turtle, and then no one knew about it, and then he died, and then. Jeffrey. They found the turtle. And Can you like, not oh, ruin the story? Eh? This is a Christmas in May miracle. 
Wait, is it May yet? It's April still. April. Yeah. This is a Christmas and this is an Easter <laughs> this miracle. This is a Thanksgiving in, in April. Okay. <laughs> and apparently they really thought it's true. They do believe it's true. Now, tortoises, they can live like 200 years or something. Some yeah, they can live a crazy long time. Different kinds of tortoises. And they're yeah. super resilient and they can live in terrible climates. So the fact that this guy had endless amounts of termites and obviously some source of water, but they don't need as much water as like a human does. And they're pretty resilient. It lands. It maybe he had a window where the, some light came in. He'd sun himself. Um, I don't know, but yeah, he, it, he survived it. It's insane. Living the life. He's got cool. 82, so that's a 40 spa years. where he can sunbathe. What'd you say? I didn't hear anything you said in the beginning. So he's got like he's got it real nice. Got an endless supply of termites. He's got a nice little sauna, little sunroom. We don't know baby. that there's a sunroom. We know that there's a hoarder. No, I was making a joke about one window for some light to come in. What is? What? Do you just not get jokes anymore? What yeah, no. in the world? Nope. There was a tanning bed. Well, why didn't you bring that up until now? There was not a tanning bed. My I don't new... get your joke. Why don't you explain it? <laughs> explain all jokes from beginning, middle, and end. So I actually thought that was kind of cool. And how neat would it be to like? have the tortoise then after you hadn't seen him since 82. I'd feel really bad. The tortoise is way older than me. I bet he gets all kinds of love now, though. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. They're like, this is what outside is. And he's like, oh, Lord, the light. That's my best tortoise joke. What was that book that we used to read? Franklin. Franklin. That was yeah. a turtle, though. Yeah. Right? That was also a TV show. I think show. it was a tortoise. It was a TV show it's for Franklin. people with cable. No, that was on PBS, actually. <laughs> yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah, I liked Franklin. So listen to this story. This is way offshoot. But the other day, I was reading at my uh, niece Lily's school. Um, and for her birthday, she chose to have me come in and read a book. That camera works, too. Ryan, <laughs> making faces at me. But uh, I was reading the book, and essentially, um, it was a uh, Arthur the Aardvark book. And nice. I loved Arthur books as a kid. They and, were like my favorite. That was on PBS too. also. Yeah, yeah, I watched I watched that every week. It was good. It was my favorite. I had the tapes. I had the nice. tapes. And there's two episodes per tape, and you'd have to rewind them and stuff. Remember that? Very nice. cool. I remember how you're telling Ryan's like, what are you talking about? I know. I know the <laughs> video. He's like, what are tapes? Cassette. What's Arthur? Did you talk along with the video? Did you actually get through the book? <laughs> what? <laughs> I don't get it. No, I'm just oh, kidding. Are you kidding me? <laughs> <laughs> so anyhow, I'm reading this book and Laurel brought me to to read one fish, two fish, red fish, blue fish, and I go, uh No. Dr. Seuss? Yeah, and mm-hmm. I was like, No, I don't want to read this one. She goes, Why? I go, I don't want to no green eggs and ham. I go, I don't want to read this. She goes, Why? I go, because I want to repeat myself a hundred times to these kids. In the book it just repeats itself over and over and over again. Oh yeah. So yeah. I didn't want I to like read it. it. Yeah. And I was like, no, I'm not reading that. She goes, you want an Arthur book? I'm like, do I? Yeah, right. <laughs> like, I don't wait to crack one of them suckers yeah, open for a while. Yeah, you take home? <laughs> yeah, I know. So, Qu- quick question. Was it an Arthur book that you think was from our time, or was it like a remastered new Arthur book? It looked the same as it used to. Okay. So it's hard. Do they, do they still make them? That's I don't know. That's why I, that's I my question. Do. do they make yeah. books? Are books still a thing? <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> so I take, it's the birthday book. Um, so I go in, and essentially the storyline in it, is the um, it's a Arthur and then Francine both have uh, the same day they have the same birthday so the parties are on the same day they schedule them they didn't coordinate so now it's like the boy's gonna go to the girls the girls gonna go to the boys but anyhow one of the chicks in the book I think it was Francine was like oh if we go to the party we gotta play spin the bottle if the boys and girls are both there and I was like and I'm reading this to a bunch of six year olds and I say it I, the first time I'm reading. I go, and then we can play spin the bottle. And I was like, 
Oh no! It's like someone messed with the teleprompter. <laughs> yeah, it's like, right? who did this to me? And I look up, and my sister's like, and the teacher's like, he like smiled and laughed and stuff. The teacher's probably my age and younger, and she thought it was kind of funny. I was like, I was like, who gave me this book? And then I started changing the words in the book from then on out, and then got to the end, and the whole premise of the book at the end was um, that she got Arthur a present. And if uh, um, Arthur, when Arthur opened it, she goes, the only thing is, as soon as you open it, we have to use it. And he's like, okay. And he opens it up, and it's a bottle to play spin the bottle again. So I was like, <laughs> back around? Yeah. It was, sir, oh, oh, they weren't done. They weren't one, one, Man. one makeout reference wasn't enough for these six year olds. Thirteen pages in, it's Arthur's seventh spin. <laughs> <laughs> oh God, <laughs> that was the whole book. That's all they talked about. So I, I was mortified because I'm. So I started changing the words, and at the end, I said I. They played Yahtzee or something. I panicked and I closed the book real fast. But the girl posted a picture on my Facebook, and the one girl's looking at the book like this, and she's not buying what I'm selling. I was wondering. If any kids were like, I don't know. No, I've I think read, they made out. I <laughs> read this one. It was yeah, a lot hotter than this last one. <laughs> <laughs> I oh, I got water out my nose. Good. No. I read this one. <laughs> it, was way, it was on the summer reading list, the, right? The, this, this Arthur book was way sexier than I than, than, he, than he's saying it now. I mean, what is the so that's what I read to six and seven year olds. So, tip of the week: read children's books before you read them to kids, because apparently there's some hidden snakes out there that are just waiting to mess with you. That's because, weird. Because that, if it was an older book, like from our time, that would make sense, because they were a little more uh, not everything so PC. And, yeah, lenient. And yeah, PC than they are now. Yeah, PG. PG. No, I was thinking like, no, you were politically correct. Oh, oh that, he had yeah. it. For, he had it backed up. He was See? ready to go. But I think PG makes more sense. <laughs> yeah, sure. Yeah. Everyone's so sensitive now. But yeah, know, so that's what, you know. And then my sister is like subscribing to the fact that she's like, we just didn't pick up on it then because it was, you know, it just didn't matter. It was just, it was kind of funny. And like, I remember shows that I would watch having humor in them that only adults would get, like to, like, like Shrek. Like, I was just going to say that. Like Shrek. Shrek. Yeah. Like Shrek has so many references in it. It's a kid's movie, but there's so many jokes that adults would get in it and kids mm-hmm. wouldn't. And I wonder if Arthur, like, that's what Laurel was saying. She's like, I think that's what it is. Yeah. I was like, well, I, I certainly don't remember that. I, I remember as a kid, like, we'd watch something, my parents would laugh, and I'd laugh with them. And they'd be like, you guys are stupid, wasn't it? <laughs> <laughs> this has been boring for the last 15 seconds. I don't know what's going yeah, on. Probably... What DW said wasn't even that funny. Yeah. <laughs> DW. That was the sister and Arthur. Yeah. That's good. That's good. They, they probably do it That's just to make one. it less miserable for the parents who are reading the yeah. book to their kids every single night. Have Which you watched what kids because... watch now is oh the stupidest stuff? All Lily watches is like videos on how to play with Play-Doh. I'm like, I, I'd oh, I rather too. die. Yeah. Did you know when we were kids, they used to have Play-Doh that had uh, that was edible, but they had to get rid of it because so many so many stupid kids were eating the regular Play-Doh too. <laughs> I wonder where those kids are now. <laughs> I really do. Here, hosting a podcast. <laughs> I don't know what he is talking about. I tried it. Can you explain to, that? I, to I tried me? it. This is another really cool story. So this one happened. Her name was Carol. Nice. Howarth. Howarth. Close enough. What was her last name? Howarth. Sure. Anyhow, she drove a Mitsubishi in, <laughs> in Harvardford, West Wales. Nice. Yep, I said that right. Wales to yeah. do some shopping when the mayhem would ensue. So here's what happened. She's driving down, and she went shopping, and for whatever reason, a swarm of bees was following her car down the street. <laughs> and they attached. You can see it right there. There's a bunch of bees 
banging on her window wow. trying to get in. And she's driving. That's her on the road. And they're following her everywhere she goes. Okay. She bought some honey, and these bees have finally had enough. That is insane. <laughs> we don't work for you. I don't live my two weeks of life to work for you. <laughs> two weeks. <laughs> my favorite thing was talking about is like, um, I think it was Joe Rogan that talked about it. I want to quote whoever it was correctly, but they were talking about like, well, how, how, how dare you? Do you really think it's right that those bees work their whole lives to make that honey, and then you just take it and eat it and stuff like that, and that they like work for you? He's like... Well, it's not like I pulled them out of like another job. Like this one was going to be a lawyer, and this one was going. They were going to make <laughs> yeah, honey that's, no that's matter what. They're what. Gonna do. They were going to make they honey no matter what. For themselves, I'm just taking the extra. <laughs> and have you ever had honey? It's delicious. <laughs> it's delicious. <laughs> Someone honey. actually said that. Yeah, yeah. And I just thought that that's that was a good point to make. <laughs> like, super oh, sorry, you can't be a lawyer. Like, <laughs> yeah. We ruined his little bee life and then enslaved him into making our honey. But anyhow, <laughs> that is his whole existence is to do that. Mm-hmm. So about twenty thousand of these bees. Wow. End up following it. Now, she drives through town, a dude noticed, and he's like, that ain't right. You got bees on your car. <laughs> hey, lady, you got bees in your car. So, he worries about it. What a sentence. Because he happens to be a beekeeper or no beekeepers, and he's worried that this is going to end bad for the bees or the idiot who gets yeah. too close to them bees. So, she he ends up communicating with her, and she ends up calling um, those beekeepers to come out and check out the situation. So, they check out the situation. Turns out, the queen... Got in the car, the, the Queen Bee, by oh, the yeah. way. By the oh, way, yeah. not Nicki Minaj. No, I'm just kidding. What, why is Nicki Minaj? The I think you mean Beyonce. <laughs> so anyway, the bee, the Queen got in the car, probably looking for something sweet, uh, whatever it might have been. You know, she had a sucker laying out or something like that. Yeah, slushy. A slushy, whatever it was. She got in the car, and because of that, they were all trying to rescue her. So they followed her driving, like it was something like ten or fifteen kilometers home. They, they found her again, lined back up again, trying to rescue the bee. Beekeeper comes in, was able to get everybody, all the bees out, including the queen, unharmed, and it nice. ended up being like a a pretty good situation. That's Which cool. they were right. You know, they're all swarming. They don't just swarm. I've never heard they're of swarming, anything like there's that. There's a problem. And right. you got to stay away from them. Especially bumblebees. Yeah. Like wasps are just jerks. Oh, yeah. Yeah. But Well, bee, bees will swarm like that. Like sometimes they'll do, like they'll decide to move hives and they'll just, you'll. it's like a cloud just zooming through the air and they'll, mm. they'll all move to a, a different place. Like timberdoodle at sunset. Yeah, I guess, except they don't really run in packs like that. Well, you see, a, I, I saw hundreds of them one time in uh, um, in Mesick, hundreds of timberdoodle. Hundreds. In one spot? Hundreds. Like, they look like bats. Like a school of it was timberdoodle? Bats. It was bats. No, no, legit. <laughs> legit. Ask Pete. It was Pete and I together. Hundreds. Next day, we went out and clobbered them. Hundreds. Hundreds. Because hundreds. I've done a lot of woodcock hunting, and I've never at heard night. of that. Yeah. Not, not at, not at yeah. night. Not only, not only did I see it, I've also read a dozen or more articles where they saw the same thing. Okay. Yeah. So it's, what is there? Don't they have like I'll some? Have to read up your dad's about pulling that. out his hair right now. Listen, he's like this idiot. <laughs> no, it's it's true. It's true. All the YouTube comments were true. <laughs> <laughs> I just wish I could see that many grouse because then maybe I could hit one. I like woodcock better. <laughs> you like the eating of woodcock better? I I like the pursuit and the eating better. I do not. I do not. I like grouse. Grouse tastes like chicken and butter had a baby with parmesan cheese. 
and they got together. When, when you had that. <laughs> <laughs> <I'm> just kidding. <laughs> that was a Pineapple Express joke for anybody who got it. <laughs> Thank you so much for tuning into the Green Bay Outdoors. What we're going to do now is we're going to air uh, our pike cooking segment from the kids fishing that we talked about. Check us out on Facebook, Instagram, and our YouTube page. Our, if you are watching or listening to this podcast on iTunes or Google Play or anything else, hey, Don't why be not dumb. download the NRM's... <laughs> the D-U-M. Go ahead, guys. Download the New Radio Media Streams app, and you can actually watch it live while it's going on and actually see everything and interact with us right while we're doing it. We also put it up on our YouTube afterwards, or you can find it, all of our old episodes on the New Radio Media app as well. But make sure you're watching it, because there's a lot more to it. We're showing a lot of B-roll, a lot of footage. I think it's a lot cooler that way. Uh, Like I said, we're very active on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. Love to hear from you on episodes you'd like to see from the actual TV show or topic you'd like us to cover on the podcast. Thanks so much for tuning in. Stay green. Yeah, yeah. For today's recipe, we're going to be cooking baked northern pike over tomato sauce. For step-by-step directions for this recipe and many others, visit thegreenwayoutdoors.com. Hello and welcome to the Greenway Outdoors Kitchen. Today, we're going to be cooking up those beautiful northern pike you saw us catch through the ice. This recipe is actually a baked northern pike with tomato sauce. There's bacon involved, so you know it's going to be good. Let's get started. Start by coating the aluminum foil in your baking sheet with olive oil. Pan your fillets and then coat them in olive oil as well. Next, you'll cook up your bacon in a frying pan. You'll want to make sure that you cook it extra crispy. After your bacon's done, reduce the heat to low and add olive oil, just to make sure the bacon fat and olive oil completely cover the bottom of the pan. Then add your onion, carrot, celery, parsley, and stir until it's well combined. You'll stir the vegetables occasionally, adding olive oil if the pan seems dry, until the veggies have browned and caramelized. It'll take about 30 to 40 minutes. Once that's ready, add your can of tomatoes without draining it. Break up the tomatoes with a wooden spoon in the pan. Bring to a simmer, then add the rosemary and thyme, and then lastly, crumble in the previously cooked bacon. Leave simmering uncovered for about 15 minutes. You're looking for a thin layer of liquid on the bottom of the pan. Add your salt, pepper, rosemary, and thyme sprigs to the top of your fillets. Move them into the oven, set at 375 degrees for 12 minutes. Meanwhile, stir in your tomato paste to your veggies. Let simmer on low for seven whole minutes. By now, your fillets should be done. Remove them from the oven, plate, and serve. This recipe takes a little bit longer, but based on that smell of that tomatoes, I think it might be worth it. The meat's nice and tender, flakes off nice. Mmm. I like the taste of the tomatoes with the fish. It's kind of different. It's almost like um, like a lasagna fish, if that was ever a thing. But it's fantastic. It's a good one. And this recipe and many others can be found on our website, thegreenwayoutdoors.com. Also, check us out on Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube. We come out with a weekly podcast, and those are great areas where you can reach out to us, let us know what episodes you'd like to see. We'd love to hear from you. Thanks so much for tuning in. Stay green.